didn't fully expect to come back to this house and see you worshiping and praising God with your children standing right next to you. You either pull down strongholds or they pull you down. You either cast down imaginations of the enemy or they cast you down. You either bring every thought captive obedient to the word or those thoughts will bring you captive obedient to darkness. So the weapons that we have are not carnal, but they are mighty. I got news for you. We're coming into a move of the Spirit that the half has not yet been told. We have been so complacent to think that we've been there, seen that, and done it. Our eyes haven't seen it yet. Our ears haven't heard it yet. Neither have entered into our hearts, but I got a word for you. The camels are coming. The light has come. The Gentiles are coming. The sons are coming. The daughters are coming. They're coming. They're gathering, and our hearts are going to swell with joy. We're going to overflow with the radiance of the glory of God. It's not going to be like it was. It's going to be greater than anything the earth has ever seen. to Only Believe Church. How are you guys doing tonight? We know you could be anywhere else on a Wednesday night, but you're here at midweek service and we love that. So why don't you turn to a neighbor, greet them, say hello. Live streamers, welcome. We're so glad you're watching. Leave a comment below and let us know that you're there. And if you're a first time guest, there is a card on the back of the pew. If you pick up that card and fill it out, you can bring it out to the Welcome Center. We would love to meet you and get to know you tonight. So the first thing I have is this Sunday at 5 p.m., all home groups are gathering at New Knoxville Park, and we're going to have one big, giant home group cookout. So bring a side dish, bring your friends. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be an awesome time. The next thing I have is small group signups are live. Who's excited about that? We love small groups here at Only Believe because we value relationships. So if you'd like to sign up, you can head on over to the website or out to the Welcome Center, and we'd love to help you get signed up. There's a lot of great groups, and they're going to start filling up fast. So I encourage you, go check them out, see what there is, and get signed up for one. And the last thing I have is Sydney Farmer's Market. We need volunteers. We just go out there. We hand out hot dogs, water, and we just spread the love of Jesus. So if you're interested in that, head on out to the Welcome Center, sign up. And um, it's just a great way to make a difference, you guys. And we're making an impact in the community. So I encourage you guys to go check that out. So tonight we're going to worship. Let's stand on our feet. The first song is Endless Praise. And how many of you agree with me that the Lord deserves our praise? Amen. All right. Let's praise him tonight.
Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Come on, let's just lift him up in this place tonight. Oh, we need a fresh wind. Oh, of your spirit, come and rest on us. Because you are worthy.
get up and play a game, but I'm going to do this instead. Oh, you want to? I can, I can, I got them right now. Okay. Well, we're honoring mothers this month for Mother's Day. Apparently when we want to honor someone, we make them come up here on stage, make them uncomfortable, do stuff they don't want to do. That's how we honor people here. So here I am. So I have four kids, 11 grandkids. I'm a Mimi and a mom. So um, that's why I'm chosen, I guess. But whatever, here I am. So I work in the medical field, and um, in our training, we're taught to be critical thinkers. So we analyze things, we figure out the what behind, or the why behind the what, like think things through. So a couple months ago, I was sitting back there like kind of daydreaming, but not daydreaming because I'm in church and I don't do that. But I was thinking, why does somebody come up here to take up offering? Like, am I supposed to teach you why we give? Am I supposed to talk you into giving? Like, what are we supposed to do? Why is this happening? So that's just where my mind was going. And I was like thinking, we're all... You know, especially on Wednesday nights, we're kind of regulars or whatever. Yeah, we're going to give. We either we're going to give or we're not. That's just what we do. But for us, it's like, yeah, we're going to give. It's a given. Like, why does somebody need to come talk me into it? And then I had a bit of a revelation as I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, it's just natural for me to give. Why is it like that? And so my revelation kind of is rooted in one of our four things for our vision for our church. So here we strive that people would know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. So I realized it's so natural to give because we really know God, you know? So once you really know him, it's just easy. If you really know someone you know, can I trust them or can I not trust them, basically, is what it comes down to, you know? I've, I know my husband pretty well. Sometimes he gets mad how well I know him because he'd be trying to hide stuff and I call him out, but it's fine. I know you, but I know I can trust him. I know that 
he's the one who should be handling the finances and money type things in our relationship because I've seen what he does and he's responsible with it and I know he would do way better than what I would do so I trust him I know him I know what he's going to do I know what to expect um, 2 Corinthians 9 7 says God loves a cheerful giver and then I saw translation that he loves a hilarious giver and uh, when I saw that translation kind of had a laugh because a couple reasons like if if uh, we thought about what I would do with my own finances it would be hilarious because not cool but also like if you look at your circumstances and yet you give it might sound hilarious like how are you going to give that away with the situation that you're in but you know when you know God you know he's going to do way better than anything I would do with it so I thought it'd be cool tonight if we would just do something hilarious and give <laughs> so I'm landing the plane babe that's it he said land the plane don't get up there and stutter so that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna pray and there's some buckets we're gonna put it in so Lord we thank you tonight that you give us the tools we need to know you we thank you for this atmosphere that prepares us to develop that relationship with you so that we can really know you we trust you and we are going to be hilarious tonight and give it to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for your, your tithes and offerings tonight. I uh, just want to come up briefly, give everyone uh, a brief update on Pastor. Pastor is getting better every single day. We give God praise for that. Uh, are, are you enjoying, are you getting the Facebook posts every so often just to kind of keep updated? Okay, good, good. So we're trying to do this as best we possibly can. Uh, pastors, we probably, most of you probably know, uh, the intubation tube was taken out on Sunday. Actually, while we were in service on Sunday morning, so we were excited about that. Um, since we got that tube out, he's been talking. He's getting stronger every day. Uh, he's been up. He's sitting in chairs. He's ready for physical therapy. And he's ready to make the devil pay for what the devil tried to do to him. So we just give God praise. I, I, I started, I started, you know, I was obviously very emotional when this was happening. And I started thinking about this. You know, devil, you're so stupid. You just woke up a sleeping giant, and he was already just going 100 miles an hour. Now he's going to go that much more harder because he's going to make you pay for what you try to do to him. So uh, everyone knows Pastor's personality as well as I do. So um, I'm just thankful, so thankful for your prayers. And, again, please don't take the foot off the pedal. Keep praying for Pastor. we got to get him through the entire thing. Uh, we, now we got to pray that he can sleep at night. It's been 17 days that he's been in the hospital, nine days in ICU. But uh, he's just got to pray. You know, being in a hospital, uh, Jesse knows this probably pretty well. You know, you can't sleep. You're, you're being constantly woken up. We've got to test you for this. We've got to check for this. And so uh, I've been there sometimes 8, 10, 12-plus hours a day. And um, just as soon as his eyes might shut up, here it comes. You know, here comes a nurse or 
a buzzer goes off on his, on his uh, IV tube or something like that. So, but uh, he's doing really good. He wanted me to say how much he appreciates you. He's, he's felt the prayers. He knows God's on his side, and he knows he's going to see a full recovery. So I just want to say, church, thank you for what you're doing. Also, you saw behind us, uh, you still see PDM up there. Guess what? PDM's not stopping. So uh, for those of you who give on a regular basis, we want to say thank you and continue to do this because the crusades are going on. Uh, we still got big crusades coming up in, in June in Kenya. We're expecting 150,000 people or more to be in attendance. And then we got Uganda, and then we got just one in Pakistan again, Togo, Many things still taking place, so uh, thank you for your giving because you're helping us win souls, and all we can take to heaven with us is souls, so thank you for doing that. So I just want to give everyone a quick update and at the same time introduce our speaker tonight. He is no stranger to this house. We appreciate him so much. He and his wife, Lynn, do an amazing job in our, in our campus in Dayton. The church is growing. We're seeing great things take place. So if you would, let's give a warm, only believe welcome from Bakken's Ohio to Pastor Rick Burks tonight. Come on, praise the Lord today. Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God. Uh, I'm really excited to be up here today. Uh, we're going to start uh, a new series, uh, Identity. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great message, and you got some great preachers that are going to share this with you. So uh, I, I'd be inviting people out to this one. Over the next several weeks, I would get people here. Uh, because identity is so important. Um, and, and speaking of that, you know, with, with pastors, uh, 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 you know, praise report and, and the church rallying together, I got a call today and uh, another church, from another church, and their pastor um, has been fighting a sickness. And, and they reached out and said, hey, would you guys pray for our pastor? And I was really moved by that. You know, I was really encouraged by that. And, and, I, and I think it is doing something to their faith because they're seeing us come together as believers like we're supposed to. And they're seeing miracles, signs, wonders, breakthrough, you know, happen. And, and they said, hey, man, you know. And I said, wow, it's interesting that you would call on this day and I'd be up here on this day. Uh, I don't think that's my coincidence. So if you would just join me. We're going to pray for Pastor Johnson. Uh, uh, the doctors have just said they don't know what else to do. But I know there's a church that knows what to do. Can we say amen to that? Father, right now we just lift up this pastor, Father, uh, Pastor Johnson, and you're not a respecter of persons, God. You've done miraculous things for our pastors. And, and, and I just thank you, God, that right now we just curse this attack against this pastor's body, God. We curse it in the name of Jesus, and we command it to come off of her right now in Jesus' name. We loose the working of miracles, Father. We speak healing into her body. We speak encouragement to the congregation, Father. We speak encouragement to the family, Father. Now, I just thank you that the works of darkness are broken over her life. And, God, I thank you for reviving that church. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, I guess that kind of leads right into what I want to talk about, identity. And um, so we know that identity is the fact of being who or what 
a person is or a thing is. So, so identity, it's almost like a unique set of characteristics that can be used to identify you, you know. It, it kind of lets you know who you are. Can we say amen to that? But if you know who you are, guess what you also know? You also know what you are not. Uh, Y'all missed that. Let me, let me, let me, let me, okay, let me, let me start over. <clears throat> okay, so identity, you know, it lets you know who you are. But when you know who you are, you also know what you are not. Can we say amen to that? Uh, listen, I, I, I'm just telling you. Okay, let, let's go to Scripture because uh, I'll get to just going and going and pastor will say, did you use any Scripture? <laughs> uh, 2 Corinthians, we all know this, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5. Uh, let's look at, do we want to look at verse 17? 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I know we know that one real well, uh, going down to verse 21. So 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I'll pull up the King James Version. It says this, uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So here's what I know about me and my identity. I know that I am a new creature. Somebody say, I am a new creature. So if I'm new, that means all the old stuff is not supposed to exist anymore. Can we say amen to that? So I, my wife tells me, and, and I, I take her at her word, I, I, I didn't think so, but she told me, you know, you were kind of aggressive and bossy and pushy and demanding and, and thought you knew everything. And I was like, what, me? Think I know everything? Joe, don't point at me. Joe's going, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I concur, you know. But, but, but here's the thing. I have a new identity now. So now here's what's very clear to me. None of those things should be in my life today. Can we say amen to that? And when I consciously work at it, when I just get honest, you know what, Sharon, it's okay for me to understand who I was as a sinner. I'm not embarrassed by that. You know, listen, I, I'm, I'm excited that those things are no longer part of my life. Can we say amen to that? I'm excited that I'm now in a position where, you know what, I can stand against those things. I'm an overcomer today. So I know that those things no longer belong in me. So it doesn't embarrass me. I don't feel like, like I got to hide it or shy away from it or if I, if I get understanding or admit to what I used to be, like I'm somebody less. No, I, I, I understand now that that's who I was, but this is who I am now. Can we say amen to that? But see, if I get ignorant of that or I deny that or guess what? Then those things can still be present today. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. You know, if, why would I become this new creature if I'm going to allow old things to remain in my life? Can we say amen to that? It, it, it totally goes against the purpose. It's like this. 
<clears throat> now, I don't know if you, you, well, I'm sure there's a few people that can relate. You know, back in the day, you know, when you would want to start a car and get it up and running, you know, you kind of had to, you know, give it gas a little bit. Any, anybody know anything about that? You know, and I know the young people are going, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> but, but back in the day, you, you, you had to kind of pump the gas a little bit to get the car going. You can't do that today. That'll, that'll flood the engine. That'll mess up your car. So why would I buy a 2023 whatever, get in it, and start pumping the gas? That makes no sense. So why would I, as a born-again believer, a new creature, old things passed away, why would I take old stuff and allow it in my life today? Can we say amen to that? It, it, it just makes no sense. So here it says, continuing with that uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, now 18, it says, and all things are of God. Wow. I understand something about my identity today. All things of me consist of God. All things of me are attached to God. Everything about me has a connection to God. So you know what? I, I, I stay away from things that would lead me away from God. <laughs> Listen. This, this, ain't, this is not deep, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait for, for, for pastor and those guys to get deep. You know, this is surface stuff. You know, why in the world would I connect myself to things that have absolutely nothing to do with God? And, and also along with that, they will try to steer me away from him. I'm just, I'm just reading the Bible. Okay, okay. And all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't entertain, I don't tolerate anything that waters down my Jesus. I'm just not into that. I'm just, you know, it's, it's not funny to me, you know. This is the one that God used to put me in right standing with him. I owe him everything. I mean, I owe him everything. See, this, this is why I'll go bless people that I don't feel like blessing. <gasps> you don't feel like blessing people sometimes? Yes. Yes. But I do it anyway. Why? Because I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. See, this is why I'll forgive people even if I feel like, well, wait a minute, you should be asking me for forgiveness. But see, I appreciate Jesus. I think, and you, you let me know if you agree or not, I think that him dying on the cross, no, let me start over. I think him giving up what made him equal with God Setting that to the side, because I'm going to tell you right now, couldn't have been me. I'm just telling you, couldn't have been me. Set aside what makes me equal with God, and then come through the birth canal of a woman to be, I'm one with God, but yet I get born as a baby, you know, need my diaper changed, and, 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 and are you kidding me? I'm not letting that go, but that's what he did. He did that. Then the Bible says he was tempted with every temptation that we get tempted with. 
but he didn't sin. Then, not only that, he comes and he suffers. He's beaten. I mean, I'm tortured. I'm talking about skillfully beaten, making some whips longer than the other so when they hit you, they can maximize the amount of trauma that the body experiences. I'm talking about thorns. It's not like on TV. They're not, they're not like tiny. These trees, those thorns can grow up to 13 inches. Those thorns being used to make a crown, pushed down on his head, beaten beyond recognition. You couldn't even recognize him. And then he gets on the cross and dies. I think that is worth something. Can we say amen to that? So, now, 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 Garrett, I know you would never do this, but if you mistreated me, what he did on the cross, see, that's worth something to me. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to forgive you. <laughs> but I'm going to do it because what Jesus did was worth something to me. See, I think like that now. See, the old man wouldn't think about that. The old man would say, well, Sharon, you're going to mistreat me? Well, guess what? I got some words for you too. You know, that's what the old man would say. But the new man says, well, now, wait a minute. My life has been paid for. There was a price that my life, there was a price that no one else could pay. But I'm telling you, the God that I serve was willing to pay the price, had no problem with paying the price. So I'm somebody new today. So I'm going to live like, I'm going to live like I appreciate what Jesus did. Can we say amen to that? He says here, who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given to us, here we go, the ministry of reconciliation. What role? Okay. What does that mean? That, that, that so that by our example, we might bring others to him. See, I now know that's part of my identity. So now I know, like that guy that swerved in front of me and almost hit my car a few days ago. See, I couldn't, my flesh said, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. You know, I looked at him, and he didn't look too tough to me either, you know. So, so then my flesh got real bold, like, oh, we can take him. We can take everybody in that car. You know, they don't look like a threat. They might have been MMA fighters, and I might have got broke up real bad. I don't know. But my flesh said, you know what? Just stare him down and let him know. Roll your passenger window down in case he got something to say. You can say something back. I said, oh, my God. Goodness, Lord, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. Why? Because I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are new. All things are of God. Can we say amen to that? So now I understand with my identity that I have been built. Somebody say I'm built for this. Yeah, let me tell you something. Because of the change that's taking place in your life, see, you've been built for certain things. You've been made for certain things. You've been made for this moment in time. We talk about how bad things are, but let me tell you something. Moses, Abraham, these guys 
They couldn't do what you do today. You say, are you serious? Yes, that's why they existed then and you exist now. Come on, you got to get this. See, we want to talk about how bad things are, but what I want to say to you is you've been equipped for this moment in time. Come on, stop watering down who you are. Stop watering down the work that Jesus does through you. You're dealing with some difficult people, a sinful world, but Jesus says, yeah, I know, but I'm with you, and I'm going to see to it that you have everything you need. Come on, the world needs us. They need you. That's why you're here. You say, oh, well, Pastor Rick, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too old. Or, or, oh, Pastor Rick, you know, I, I'm, I'm, that, I'm not an a, 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 a extrovert. I'm an introvert. I think I got that right. You know, but, uh, I, I, you know, oh, but here's the thing. Not telling you to not be who you are, but be who you are in Jesus. You got to know your identity. Can we say amen to that? You got to know that greater is he that's in here. You got to know that. And I'm going to tell you, oh, it gets put to the test. Can we say amen to that? Yeah, it gets. Listen, but David, listen, I called myself doing something nice. Who was that about a month or two ago? Uh, Jesus Revolution, you know, the movie, you know, <clears throat> great movie. So we said, you know what? We got a small congregation. We'll just take our church to see that movie. That would be cool, you know. So, so we go there. I go online, and, and, and I can say this. I think it was my fault. But <laughs> I, I go online. I buy the tickets. I drop my wife off at the door, you know. She goes in, and she's calling me. And I'm going, what are you calling me for? I, I'm just trying to park the truck. I'll be there in a minute, you know. So I walk in, and she's like, they don't have tickets for us. So we got there 30 minutes before we told everybody to come. So I walk in, and, and I, I, I see the manager, and I'm like, hello, sir. How are you today? And he's like, I'm good. How are you? I said, man, I'm, I'm fantastic. I said, I, I hear that there seems to be a problem, you know, with the tickets. And he's kind of like, no, there is no problem. You don't have any. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm a new creature. <clears throat> So I said, well, um, okay. I said, well, I have a confirmation number, and I bought, you know, 35, 40 tickets, whatever it was. And, and, you know, we got people coming in about 35 minutes, and so I'm sure we could work this out. And he was just pretty much like, well, it's already worked out. Those tickets were for Friday. Today is Saturday. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I said, well... My intent was for those tickets to be for Saturday, and I thought they were. He said, well, maybe you did. Maybe there was a problem with the Wi-Fi, a problem with our system. You know, I said, oh, so we can agree that it's possible that there could have been a problem somewhere. He said, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that, but that was yesterday, and this is today. I said, well, sir, clearly your records show that 40 people didn't show up yesterday. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I said, oh, okay, great. So can those same 40 people just slide in today? You know, he goes, no. Not unless you buy 40 more tickets. 
I said, well, okay. And, and, and my wife was standing there. I'm just as jolly as I am right now, you know. And, and I go, okay. Well, I tell you what. Um, let's get a refund from the tickets that I bought. And, and then, you know, let's use that, you know. And he's like, uh, there is no refund. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to, a moment of transparency. <laughs> I turned around, and there was a, a line of people behind me, and I said, the Dayton Daily News cannot say local pastor chokes the life out of <laughs> the manager of a movie. I said, I no, it cannot say that. It cannot say that. And I'm going to tell you, all I kept thinking about is who I represented. And I'm so happy about that because there's been many a times where I was not thinking like that. But that day, hallelujah, come on, somebody give the Lord a hand praise, hallelujah. That day, I just kept thinking, I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. So I'm starting to get a little antsy a little bit. I won't kid you, you know. And I said, well, sir, I understand if you can't do anything. I understand that. So can you point me in the direction of someone that I can talk to who could do something? He said, I'm the highest person here. Okay. All right. All right. Today's Saturday. So maybe there's higher people on Monday. So if you're saying that I need to wait till Monday and talk to those folks, I'll do that. No, it's, this is as high as it gets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I said, so are you the CEO of Cinemark? He goes, no. I said, then there's somebody higher than you. And I said, and if I need to talk to them, it's okay. This man, David, looked at me firmly and said, there is nothing that you can do. It's all in here right now. <laughs> I said, I'm a man of God. So he's, I saw, I'm, I'm, I'm like, Lord, I need you right now. And so he says, well, you could try to call customer service. So I walk away. I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Just sell me 40 more tickets right now. And I said, I already checked because in case we had some extra people, I see that you have two theaters showing it, and the one is pretty much empty. He said, yeah, it is. I said, yeah, I just checked it. I said, I'll tell you what, can we do this? Um, can we wait till like 10 minutes after the movie starts, and if the place is still empty, then we go in there? I mean, no harm, no foul. No, we can't do that either. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll call customer service. I call customer service. I pray. I said, Lord, I need you. Come on, somebody say, I'm a new creature. Call customer service. Lady answers the phone. I begin to tell her the story. And she goes, oh, my goodness. That is just terrible. I said, isn't it, though? You know, it is terrible. She said, yes, it is. She said, I already have your account up. She said, I see where you bought the tickets. I see, you know, what happened. She said, and I've already refunded your money back. So 
I think about that. See, I'm a new creature today. See, the old man would have got an attitude. The old man would have reached across the counter. You know, the old man would have used some strong language. You know, the old man would have banged his fist on the counter. You know, all while we're going to see Jesus' revolution. The old man would have done those things. But the new man said, no, now wait a minute. Old things are passed away. All things are new. So I come back to him and uh, I said, uh, well, they refunded my money. And he was, and, and then he, he changed. He got a little, I don't know, nervous or something, and I didn't get a grab. I was, I'm happy now, you know. So I'm like, hey, you know, uh, they refunded our money, and so we, we want to get popcorn. And he's like, uh, okay, okay. And I'm going, me being nice intimidates you? But the Bible says this, that this ministry of reconciliation has now been given to us. So here's what I know about me now. I know that there are going to be times when difficult situations come. But see, I know who I am today. And I know this. Anybody ever buy something new? You ever buy something new and it may come with an instruction book and you don't read it? Anybody ever do that? Is, or is that just me? Okay. Few people in the house. Okay. Yeah. So, so here's what I find the problem is with that. I get something new. I don't read the book. I don't read the instructions. I try to figure it out. I try to take what I know. If I get a new phone, I take what I know about the old phone. But the new phone has features that the old phone doesn't have. And I find that when I don't read the book... I make life more difficult for me because there's a feature or something, a benefit on that phone that would make my life just a little bit better, but I'm ignorant of it because I haven't read the book. So I'm learning now. Read the book. Doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how comfortable you, how much you think you know, read the book. Well, guess what? We're new creatures, and there's a book, an instruction book for us. Can we say amen to that? And that's called the Word of God. So now I understand. If I want to experience all the benefits that I have, I got to read the book. I got to read the book. Because then I'll discover that I'm able, through Jesus, not to return evil for evil. See, I didn't know that until I read that. And so now when evil is done to me, the first thing that comes to my mind, you don't return evil for evil. Do you know how many situations I have avoided a big blow up because I know that scripture. Now, I know that about me. That's not what I do. It's just not what I do. The Bible says this. In that verse 19, 2 Corinthians 5, 19. To wit that God was in Christ 
reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Wow. So this is, he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. That is restoration to favor with God. I understand today that I have favor with God. And now that I understand that about my identity, guess what? When situations and circumstances come my way, I respond differently now. I won't kid you. Fear tries to come, intimidation tries to come, worry tries to come, anxiety tries to come. Anybody been there, you know? Uh, depression tries to come, anger tries to come. But then I say, wait a minute, who am I? I am one that has favor with God. So now that I know who I am, I know what I am not. See, now I know I'm not a complainer. Can we say amen to that? See, now I know I'm not a fornicator. And now I know I'm not a liar. Now I know I'm not one that allows depression to just remain in my life. See, now I know I'm not one to speak negative words into the atmosphere. See, now I know that I'm not the one that treats people harshly because I don't understand them or because they live a different lifestyle than me. See, I know that about me now. See, I know this. I can love you and totally disagree with your lifestyle, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, I can do that. I can pray for you. I can bless you. I can sow a seed into you. Doesn't matter what you're going to do with it. I just know who I am, so therefore I know what I am not. And this is what the Word is teaching us. The Word is teaching us. Listen, okay, verse 20. Let me, let, me, let me wrap this up. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 20 says this. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Woo. Shouldn't have told me that. You shouldn't have told me that. I walk like that now. I, live, I walk as if I represent Jesus Christ. So guess what? You know, uh, uh. The, the, the guy at the movie theater, I represent Jesus Christ. Disagreements with friends and family, I represent Jesus Christ. And nothing about him is weak. Can we say amen to that? See, I heard somebody say this. They said, I'm saved, not soft. And I said, wow. I said, what does that mean, you know? <laughs> what do you mean by that? He, in other words, there is a strength in me that the world doesn't understand. There's a strength. There's something on the inside of me that no matter what comes from the outside up against me, there's enough in here to handle whatever it is out there. And so now I live that way. Finances go south. I have favor with God. I'm a child of the Most High God. What, what, maybe, maybe he's saying, why don't you try depending on me a little more than what you do? 
Okay. Nothing wrong against, you know, working hard or anything like that. But I understand today I'm an ambassador. He trusts, I want you to get this. Jesus trusts you to represent him. And if I had a mic, I, you know, I would drop the pack, but I was already told, don't do that. This is a brand new one, you know. <laughs> but I understand that today. So now, as I understand, as I get my identity, I just want to wrap this up and, and, and say this. If, if we understand identity, it, it reveals to me who I am. It's a unique set of characteristics about me that say, hey, this is this person here then I also have to understand identity theft. So, you know, I, I was, I, I, I looked, I said, I think I know what identity theft is. And, and I looked at some things, and, and it's when someone steals your personal information and commits fraud with it. In other words, when someone takes that that has been used to establish who you are, and use it in a way that goes against who you are or the way you would use it. So I got to thinking about that. I said, you know what? I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm one that, that I, 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 I pursue details and, and get understanding, and I get real specific about things. And, and, but the Lord said, yeah, but you should never use that to cause division or strife, especially with your wife, and I'm not rapping, but sometimes that tries to happen. Well, I can keep going with this. I better stop. I'll get all urban. I'll let them see the urban side of it, you know. Not walking around like, you know. <laughs> but I just understand now that there are, there is an attempt to steal from me, to, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he comes to try to take what makes me me and use it in a perverted way. He tries to keep me from operating in it. Listen, some of you don't know because you haven't read the book, you are a patient person. But what he will try to do is, 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 is take that from you and cause you to behave in a way that would seem like you have no patience at all. And you keep wondering why certain situations keep coming in your life. The Lord is saying, I want you to discover who you are through Jesus. I want you to call on him. I want you to cry. I trust you. Somebody say, he trusts me. He said, I'm trusting you to represent me. Oftentimes, we want the problem to just go away. But see, who we are, we rise above the problem. Can we say amen to that? You ever been in an airplane, and it was raining, and it was dark, and it was storming, and then the airplane says, you know, we're going to uh, ascend to, you know, 30,000 feet, you know. And, and, and it, it begins to rise. It goes through the clouds. And next thing you know, it's a bright, sunshiny day. But guess what? That storm is still there. We're just flying above it now. And I'm telling you, 
Some of the situations that you're tussling with, you're going back and forth with, no, just understand your identity and fly above it. Understand who you are. Understand that there is a devil, there is a system out there in the world that is trying to commit identity theft with the body of Christ. It is trying to make the church look like the world. But see, when I get in this word and begin to read things like I'm more than a conqueror, when I begin to read things like I'm a friend of the Lord, John 15, 15, when I begin to read these things and discover who I am, it is not a nice story that applies to someone else. No, that's me reading the instruction book about myself. Can we say amen to that? So today... This is just an intro. That's all this was. Uh, you know, you wait for the teaching that comes. Oh, I got to say this. I, gotta, I thought this was really cool. When I looked up identity theft, it said there are three most common types of identity theft. They're financial, they're medical, and online. And I said, Ain't that just like the devil to want to try to steal from me my finances, my increase, my harvest, my breakthroughs? Isn't that just like the devil to try to rob and steal from me good health, long life? Isn't that just like the devil to try to get me to go online and be somebody that I am not? to participate in things that are not of me, to, 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 to make comments and, and look at sites that a man of God should never look at. Isn't that just like the devil? I said, so you know what? Let me do what anybody would do that doesn't want to be stolen from. Let me protect myself. And that protection comes through the Word of God, and obedience to it. Can we say amen to that? So you know what, Marge? The next time somebody says something mean to me, says the next time somebody who should be in my corner and they mistreat me, I'm going to bless them. Why would I do that? Matthew says, bless those. Yeah. They do you wrong. They mistreat you. Now, listen, if I bless you, don't think that that's what that means. <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know. I'm talking about other people, you know. But that's what I'm going to do. I am going, Joel has his hand out. <laughs> but that's what we do. This word tells you who you are. See, now if I ever get confused and don't want to do, don't, don't know what to do, I'm going to go to the word. What does the word say? What am I supposed to do? See, we think we're, because we're adults, that we got this thing all figured out, and, we're, and we know what to do. We, we, we respond to things like, well, I'll just figure it out. No. <clears throat> Here's what I understand about us. I am, when it comes to the Lord, to remain like a child. Lord, what would you have me to do? About everything. Are you saying we're supposed to go to God about everything? Yes, 
Absolutely. Oh, well, that's just not possible. David, do you think every day? Now, Sharon, don't respond to that. But uh, David, do you think every day? <laughs> you, you think, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you have thoughts in your mind. That's why I told her not to say anything because she was probably... <laughs> but you think. You reason with yourself. How hard is, is it to include God in that? It's not. I'm thinking anyway, might as well get his input, might as well get his opinion. Might as well ask him, what do you think about this? Lord, what should I do? How hard is it to say that? Until I learn his ways and then I know what to do. But I always remain at a place where I can hear from him. I don't ever want to get to the point where, where I got this so figured out that he's talking to me and I'm not listening. See, because I'm trying to protect myself from identity theft. I'm trying to protect myself from the things that he's put in me, them being used in a way that doesn't bring him honor, that doesn't bring him glory, that, that, that I can be that ambassador that he has made me to be. So that's who we are. So there's a lot more coming with this. We're going to get into some deep things. He's called us to be righteous. You are, you are righteous. You are. The world's going to try to make you be different. Family members will try to make you do different. But you protect your identity because you are an ambassador. I wish I would have made some pens if I would have been thinking. Maybe if I would have asked the Lord, he would have told me, you know. But <laughs> some pens that say ambassador. Maybe I just need to put something on to remind me that I represent him. And that his sacrifice to put me in that position I can never repay that back. The least I can do is show as much appreciation as I can for someone who bled, suffered, and died for me. I need to act like I appreciate him. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for what you're doing today. I thank you for this introduction to identity, Father. I thank you right now that we are here, our minds, we're hearing from you, God, that you are speaking to us and it's causing us to examine ourselves. Do I really live like an ambassador? I thank you, God, that we are open to you showing us if there's any areas in our lives where we are not walking and living like ambassadors. So, God, I thank you that the wool has just been removed from our eyes. God, I thank you that pride and arrogance and, and disrespect and, 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 and depression, all those things are removed right now. I thank you, God, that we can see clearly. We can see that today our mission in life is to represent Jesus Christ. Our mission is to bring you glory. Our mission is to bring others to you, the ministry that we have through Jesus Christ. Now, I just thank you, Father, that you're healing hearts. Bitterness 
is coming out right now in the name of Jesus. Unforgiveness, we curse you too in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that the strongholds of pride are broken right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you every ungodly soul tie that keeps us from walking in our identity, it's been broken right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, that we're on a mission. We've embarked on a mission to make sure that we are representing you well, that we have that ministry of reconciliation in us, that everybody that comes in contact with us will have an opportunity to be reconciled to you. That, God, we will give to people what they don't deserve. We'll give them grace. We'll give them kindness. We'll give them love. We'll give them forgiveness. Why? Because that's what you give to us. You're always giving us what we don't deserve. So, God, I thank you that we've been empowered to do the same thing for this world. And I thank you, Father. We are just determined to be used by you and walk in our identities. And we thank you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. That's all we got. We, listen, next week, have some people here because this is just going to get better and better. Listen, we love you guys. Thank you for just being awesome men and women of God. You've shown it. Gosh, I just, I know I, I need to stop. But, you know, how, how we as a family rally together for our pastor, God, I, that, that just is so awesome and special to me. It makes me happy. And, and, and proud, I guess, to be a part of this church family. So listen, we love you guys. We'll see you Sunday. God bless.